Disclaimer. What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, wrong information, and off-topic ranting. You have been warned. Lilo DiCaprio can play the killer. Michael B. Jordan to beat Mrs. Star. Her Jake Gilly used the smoke to see shut. We about to talk about Bushy Pictures. Lilo DiCaprio can play the killer. Michael B. Jordan to date Mrs. Star. Her Jake Gilly used the smoke to see shut. We about to talk about Bushy Pictures. Welcome to the show. Your favorite actor. My favorite actor. Our favorite actor. All right, you know what this is. This is another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, whatchamacallit, the podcast, where we're supposed to drop your phone. Supposed to talk about movies, but easily get off subject and get to talking about something else. But you can almost guarantee that we might maybe mention the individuals who make up the name of this here. John, it is your boy. Uh, Who am I? Leo Archibald, <laughs> a.k.a. Young Denzel, a.k.a. O'Shea Bratz in the third, a.k.a. Slim Nady, a.k.a. Slim Pickens, a.k.a. Robert Balmain Jr., Peter Party Starter, Silk Pajamas, Belly Rollin', Nate Yawine, and who else I is? Uh, the Nate, the, the, the Black Natesman. Uh, who else I is? Nader Man. Um, and Roly Man or Slender Nate, you know, whatever. Yeah, if you want a very low percent freshness. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anytime you got Joey King, she in sucks. Your horror, horror movies. Uh, she, <laughs> she did. She just make it to the end of the show. I, I gotta see the movie first. Okay. I see the movie first. I already, see already, week. already jumped out the window and just said she sucks. I mean, when it come out naturally, that means yeah. they're it. She, so. She's she's in the part two of the audition process. Yeah, I'll see. If one of us see it, then we'll speak upon her. But if I see your name in a horror movie, that and that all. Automatically assumes like audibly gonna be whack. <laughs> Thing is, I wanted Slender Man to be good. That's yeah. Uh, Should have known when Joey King in there. Yeah. The chances are slender. That was just that's a bar. That was super <laughs> trash. Anyways, it's your boy Joaquin Penny's worth aka Push a K because I push what kilos, aka why is my brain slipping? And because it is a not smooth Kayanya, Taylor Joy, Van Zandt, and you know what? Sweet lady, would would you you be my sweet love for a lifetime? lifetime. I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive me. Which one of these Avengers? That was whack. Infinity Warrior. I want the I want the 4K case. The only 4K player I got is my Xbox, and Lucky. that doesn't go in the living room. So, I want the I want the if they got the the steel. Yeah, the steel book. They got that in just regular Blu-ray. I want that one. Oh yeah, I like that. But the, all those all the prices I saw was pretty pricey. So oh uh, yeah, they crazy. So I'm I'm about to drop drop a bunch of money, even though I just keep buying random stuff. Shout out to all my all my. <laughs> All my real Laker fans out there, I just bought my <laughs> bought my hat because <laughs> Liz was having a thirty percent off sale. I saw they had buy one get one fifty percent off. When? Yeah, uh, yesterday when I was at the mall. In the world, dang! I, was... I peeked in there. I'm like, yep, we still done got the Laker hats here. <laughs> okay. Oh yeah, I can't I can't go in there and get Cleveland hats anymore. Yeah, for now. 
Yeah. But I made a custom because I had to get it over 40 bucks. Right. And all the cheap hats, like the 10 to $15 ones, which I was perfectly fine with getting, they didn't uh, let you add those in the deal. Right. So I had to get like a regular one or a 20 dollar one, custom made it, put a... Couldn't think of what uh, characteristics that would fit in their eight character limit. Mm. So I'd put cool. <laughs> so I put L.A. Bron twenty three. <laughs> I think King James twenty three was too big or something. Let me. All right. Now uh, we now we just shopping. Yeah. All right, let saying, me see. What's I was like, wait, what are we doing? <laughs> uh, so I guess it, what. Yeah, the pr- them prices is. Cr- I this was look- is regular. I was looking at it yesterday. That's why I was so confused. I was like, "Let me wait till the actual movie comes out." Because Amazon yeah. keeps telling me forty something dollars for <laughs> non four K. I feel bad if somebody buys this. All right, I'll wait two days and see how much it is. That is and nuts. Who, who rated this one and a half stars? Yeah, some haters. Whoever it is, you're a hater. They doing this for a reason. It must be because of the price. Let me see. Yeah, that price is bonkers. I'm gonna wait till somebody buy it and they better sell it for low and they better not even open the open the raffle. Oh yeah, it is for that. When well, the name of the Christ is this price. <laughs> yeah, that's they crazy. They said scam. This person said seems totally legit. I bought nine. And you still? They said it's a scam. Oh, what a scammer! Seventy bucks. Oh, that means it was higher. Yeah, Yikes. I mean the movie worth it. Okay, if it's Blu-ray 3D, that's probably why it's so much money. And you got all that stuff in there, but the regular Blu-ray. I got some. Uh, don't no, nah, maybe not. I tell you, this ain't just a regular movie. This is an event. Yeah. Concerts cost a lot of money, so this event movie is gonna cost a bajillion regular dollars. Blu-ray ain't but a dollar less than the 3D. Okay, yeah, that's wild. Yeah, this site messed up. Let me go to Best Buy. Yeah. Welcome to Search for a Regular Priced uh, Avengers Infinity War yeah. podcast. Play Prices Right with Avengers Infinity War. Who can get the price right? All right, in the comments, tell me what y'all think the price is going to be on Best Buy. And I'm saying 30 bucks. I feel like they ain't even going to have it on here. <laughs> no, like, if, like, that's coming out? Oh, I didn't know. You can get that uh, Galaxy Note, though. Let's see. The steel book, thirty five dollars. Yes, because I'm in Best Buy. That's expected. Four K, twenty eight. Oh, so yeah, definitely don't go to Amazon. Get your Avengers Blu Ray. Not right now. Regular Blu Ray with the digital copy, twenty two ninety nine. Oh, that's normal. DVD, twenty dollars. But I want the steel book. So yeah, I like the way this looks. Figure out. Even though I know in like a couple months they're gonna come out with a different version that I want with the fist. Yeah. So with the gauntlet, we'll see. All right. Guess we should probably continue with the show. You seen any movies since the last episode? <laughs> I watched on a Netflix original movie from this year, written, directed, and produced by Seth Rogen's wife, Lauren Miller Rogen, called Like Father. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. I missed a decent portion of it by not being in the room. <laughs> not a whole bunch of the movie. But when I came back, I'm like, this is a pretty good movie. It's uh, definitely different than... Which you would expect from like Seth Rogen, and he was in it uh, in a funny. Uh, he had a few scenes, and one of them was funny because they were all smoking weed, and then they tried to pass it to his character. He's like, "No, I don't smoke weed." Oh yeah, I saw that when he was <laughs> on with Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> yeah, so that, that was funny, but it was solid. It wasn't like nothing spectacular or nothing. Right, it was still, better than some movies this year. I still want to still watch it. Yeah, that was pretty good. And that's all I seen. All right. Um, I just watched a few different stuff. First up, start with at the movies. I saw a film by the name of Eighth Grade. That is definitely so far, in my opinion, one of the best movies of the year. Definitely, I mean, definitely. My boy Bo Burnham. 
definitely top ten because this movie is very it's funny and it's also very cringeworthy throughout the whole thing because of the stuff you see the eighth graders do just makes you like ah this brings you back to childhood days when we really did do just ridiculous stupid stuff like this and her character was just so like awkward and whatnot she had a she has a a YouTube like channel or whatever where she's giving like little advice videos and and they show like a clip of her views. It was like zero views, seven <laughs> views, zero views, one view. And she just seen talking uh talking to them like she got mad viewers. I was like, this reminds me of yeah. <laughs> this reminds me of something. That's why I was I found it very funny. Her her little signing off catchphrase was so cringing. Um but uh, what's her name? Elsie Fisher, if that's mm-hmm. how you pronounce her name. Whoever the girl starring, she did a f- uh, fantastic job, and I don't even use that word often. <laughs> she she did. She talking about the four. No, no Diddy Storm. Um. Uh. What else? <laughs> Bars. I said Megan Trainor. Yeah, she's the odd one out on yeah, that show. I forget she's on that show. But yeah, so she did a great job per er, embodying a weird trying to find herself eighth grader in that little young teen years you know not don't really have any friends but still be posting on social media like you got a bunch of friends and a bunch of followers and trying to be cool but not cool having a crush on the cool kid you just typical stuff but how this movie was written felt more realistic than like different ways this type of movie is done so i thought the writing was great the humor is great and the fact that it made you feel soup like a bunch of different scenes made you feel like it's hard to watch <laughs> but so the fact that they can make funny situations and make you feel that way thought it was great they had a little school shooter drill that when i was watching i was like this is wild but then i was thinking like that makes sense in this climate because we do fire drills mm-hmm. tornado drills when does that stuff down? Yeah. When does that stuff happen at <laughs> schools? But there's school shootings happening like every week, so it's smart to have a school shooting drill. How you go about doing that drill is a different story. Yeah. How- <laughs> you ain't gonna carry it out the same as you way you practice it. Right. And then Brianna, she made a good point. She was like, "What if um the school shooter is there during the drill? Do they know all the different techniques that they can do to avoid?" Just, right. I was like, right, so I'm gonna go around that corner. But then I was like, if a kid, a kid, for one, getting the gun into the school still has should be the hardest part, but it seems fairly easy nowadays. Mm-hmm. Throw it in your book bag. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but a kid seems also dumb enough. They could be a part of the drill and still not really put much thought process into it. I shoot the drill up. It's like, <laughs> what is that? I've been hearing that somebody got a sports car out there. Say, what they really sound? be gassing it up. Um, so I thought that was good, but yeah, how this movie did the school shooter drill, I would not um, advise actual schools to do it. Um, the dad in the movie, I think his name is Josh Hamilton. He did a great job, even though he was a little too, like, uh, too trying to be like her friend and a good dad. But it made sense for like the situation they were in. Um, like every little side character kid that came in, I thought they were funny, and it reminded me how I'm super glad that I'm far away from middle school years. <laughs> Um, the score I thought was really dope. It was super loud in like in particular scenes, but it made that moment even better and put some emphasis on it. Um, there's a very like um, uh, scene in the movie where you're like, dang, I feel real bad that she's in this situation and how she was going about uh, reacting to the situation was also tough to watch, but it was also uh, it was also done very well and it seemed very realistic 
because creeps out there would do stuff like this. So I <laughs> thought that scene was uh, very well done. Oh no. I thought this movie would be good just based off the reviews, but it surprised me how much I enjoyed it. I don't know exactly where to rank it. I keep changing my rankings for movies lately because I'll go back like, did I really like this movie better than this movie? I was looking at some of my stuff, especially specifically my Han Solo rating. Yeah, that movie. I was like, I can't remember. This, that movie is really jacking my ratings up because <laughs> I have it. To me, I have it kind of higher than how I feel about it, and it might just be because I think I- it's just it's disappointing. Like it's still good, just like when we had the conversation with the Last Jedi, and we constantly kept saying how like disappointing it was. Yeah. But then I told you like I still ha- almost had that movie in my top ten. Yeah, that one's too hard. To see. I guess these Star Wars movies be hard to judge, right? Because when you have like such a hot, because me, it's off of Force Awakens. Force Awakens was so good in my opinion that I expected. And then Rogue One, like after the second viewing, I was surprised that I enjoyed it more the second time than the first time. So I've been going with that. Like, all right, these movies better be great, and if they're not great. Or if they're not like resoundingly great from top to bottom, then I have a problem. But when I still rank it, I feel like in my head I, not, I unknowingly give it the benefit of the doubt. But I gotta switch that up. So my Donald Glover bias can't even move that thing up there. <laughs> I keep forgetting that he is in that movie. See, that ain't, that ain't good. <laughs> and it's not even because he did a bad job. I forget him, and I forget Amelia Clark was in that movie. And I, I really yeah, I only think about Alden Elder, whatever yeah. his name is. <laughs> I just think about the movie, and sometimes Woody Harrelson comes to mind. I was just about to say <laughs> for some reason. Also, Woody Harrelson, yeah. as if he was all throughout that uh-huh. movie. <laughs> but it's no disrespect to the actors because all the actors did a good job. Yeah, and, I, fine. and I really like Amelia Clark, but she been picking some every blockbuster she tries to get in uh, she backfires. Ain't, she ain't hitting not one yet. And I feel bad in the movie as far as the movies because uh-huh, Game of Thrones is ending, so she needs to find the movies. Yeah, and I'm feeling she could DC play, coming. She could have played more, Captain Marvel. Ooh, nah, she ain't ready. You gotta get Brie, Brie Larson. It's her yeah, turn. I'm pretty sure she'll do a good job, but yeah. she could have played. But I'm glad to hear my boy Bo Burnham. I caught it. I knew he was going to get a hit movie because he has one of my favorite stand up specials. And he'd be directing people's stand up specials. Like he directed Gerard Carter Michaels. Which I've still never seen. I think he did, did. I can't remember if he did. I think he did Chris Rock's. Oh, the, the tambourine one? Yeah. I did not. I was think not a he fan did of that. that one. And then. His stand-up special got one of the funniest little creative parts in it. So well, a new event, and he's super young. Well, he did a great job with this movie. So yeah, kudos so now to he's him. Some movies. Um, next, uh, continue my Blu-ray marathon. I watched The Conjuring Two at home. Um, for some reason, when I first watched this movie, there was nonstop like intensity and nonstop <laughs> stuff going on. And I'm not saying this movie's doing great. It is, but it didn't have that when I watched it. It didn't have that as much the second time, but it's still a great movie. Conjuring is still one of my favorite horror franchises out there. James Wan is still my, one of my favorite directors. Next up, I'll continue my Blu-ray marathon. I watched La La Land. This movie gets better with time. <laughs> the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, this is real good. Emma Stone bodied it. Of course, Ryan Gosling bodied it. I enjoyed the, the, the musical aspect of it. You know it would have been better with Miles Teller. Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely wouldn't have bought it. Would have saw it one time and kept it pushing. Even my Emma Watson fandom couldn't make me watch that movie that much over and over again. But then I watched it the second time. I'm like, Huh, this movie is actually uh, a really great movie. Then I watched it the third time. Like, oh, this movie's outstanding. So <laughs> it's beautifully shot. Shout out to Damon Ch- Ch- Chisel. JC Chazé. Yeah, whatever his name is. Can't wait for First Man to come out with Ryan Gosling in it. He was like, he shot this movie well. Emma Stone bodied it. Ryan Gosling bodied it. The story and how every piece of it all together was really dope. The writing was dope. So it's a really great movie. When I, I wish was- off the top of our heads. Like when we talk about past movies, we sing. If we can remember the episode of our podcast when we first talked about them, 
Definitely not. That would be so hard. Like episode twenty three, if you want to listen to it. Well, go back to La La, La uh, Yeah, <laughs> the first La La Land review. It, that definitely would have to been early because we started this in two thousand. It might have been on the old podcast. Might have been. I have. I truly. I don't know. Nothing. I don't even feel like thinking <laughs> when the La La Land come out. Two thousand sixteen, December. Mm-hmm. Because I remember I saw it the day after Christmas. Oh, so we were doing this, I think. Dang it, but because yeah, I bought two Kyries that day. <laughs> That's how you remember stuff. <laughs> uh, back when Kyrie was on the Cavs, um, he'll be on the Knicks. I'll take that. I'll take being a Knicks fan over yeah, being a Celtics fan any never. day. Um, all right, so uh, back at the movies, I saw a film by the name of Blind Spotting. I was really getting my little indie movie uh, on this week <laughs> at the movies. This was also a a, a well done movie. Shout out to what was his name? David Diggs, David Diggs, mm-hmm. whatever his name is, homie from uh, Blackish. As I like to look at him, <laughs> and, or uh, Hamilton. Yeah, um, he did a good job. But his friend that he also co-wrote and produced the movie with, uh, what's the way dude's name? Something Pascal. I have no clue. I don't know, but he did a really good job. Like he played the typical white guy who's acting ghetto and whatnot. But how he did it, it wasn't to like mock. It was the or the least least the way they portrayed it. I know they do it in movies, but they they felt more real the way they portrayed it. How he just acts like that because. Of just how he was raised Like it was It was no like Slight to black people He just was raised In that culture His whole life And every time Like he would Or towards the end Of the movie and stuff They would call him The N word and stuff And he really didn't Even like being called that Usually white boys Who had ghetto in movies That's They want to say it Or they want to be called that But he definitely Didn't want to say it And he definitely You started to learn that He had an issue With being called that So I thought How he portrayed the character And how they wrote his character Was dope Um what does it say? The story. They did like a very Michael Pena story moment in the movie from the dude. I want to say he was the dude who was in Patty Cakes, but I'm not even 100% sure of that. <laughs> it's some, no offense, he's some foreign fella, but I can't think of his name. He really might not even have been in Patty Cakes, but he was in some movie. He did a Michael Pena from Ant-Man storytelling scene that was really funny. Um, Dang, we both have something in common. He's foreign, and I brought my foreign. <sighs> I'll just let it simmer over. <sighs> Heavy sigh. That is no fat guy who did that Gong one style. dance. <laughs> Dang, I didn't even, even deliver the bar right because I was saying the guy who did the dance when he gained weight. Anyways. Um, I, I don't even get it. Yeah, of course. It's over is $4. If I didn't already have it, I would buy it. <laughs> um, and the movie blended humor and drama well and it uh, did it while addressing like real world issues that are going on today, dealing with race and you know black people being assumed for crimes and stuff, and police shootings and all that stuff, so it would go from like one funny scene to immediately into a serious scene. I thought the way they balanced that and moved into it worked very well. There's a rap scene dealing with a guy talking to a cop. Basically, this movie feels like Hamilton. If I wouldn't saw Hamilton as the play, <laughs> this movie feels like Hamilton. Like you watching, like I want to, I really want to think this is corny. But then I'm like, this actually was really a dope scene and <laughs> how they delivered it. I, f- I have a feeling that homie who was in Hamilton while he was writing this, I had a little say, and I didn't know he was an actual rapper in real life. So I knew he had to, I knew he could rap. I didn't know he was putting out some stuff. Oh well, yeah, he's got a group, and they done put out music EPs, mixtapes. Oh, you don't know that. I do. Yeah. So I know those two factors being big in his life. I know that really entail or really affected him when he was writing this movie. So it came out. It came out. It, it worked. So I will give him that. Um, 
these two friends, Colin and Miles, in the movies, they had a real, like, actual uh, friendship, it felt like, because you can tell they're friends in real life, so they were able to use that into their friendship in this movie because their friendship started to deteriorate over the movie, but how they would settle their flaws, this looks like a real normal friendship. You know, we talk about it, you just make a joke and then go on about your ways and continue to have fun, act like y'all ain't never argue or fight or nothing. Um... Yeah, so this is a dope movie, especially when it deals with tough stuff like race and whatnot, but it still balanced it well with the humor. Uh, next, uh, at the movies, lastly, I watched Teen Titans go to the movies. Teen Titans. That, was, that show was funny. Or at least I saw most, or some of the movie, because I definitely fell asleep on big portions. <laughs> but that doesn't change the fact that this movie was actually really good. Well, I'll say the show is good. Yeah, I don't watch the show, but it made me want to actually go watch the show. Yeah, but that show's classic. Still probably won't. But it was <laughs> it was definitely funny throughout the whole thing. And their humor, of course, as you know, is childish, but it's like universally childish. Mm-hmm. So where anybody can laugh at it, because they were doing some crazy, they were just doing ridiculous stuff. Like when they were trying to defeat the monster at the beginning, the monster didn't know who they was. He thought there was a Justice League. And so they had to tell him who they was and they got distracted with a rap where the actual Justice League had to come in and defeat the monster and they didn't even realize it because they were in mid-song. Just stuff like that. They threw a, um, or from what I've heard, they threw a, what's it called? A kryptonite party for Superman. <laughs> try to capture him <laughs> just little stuff like that it was very funny will arnett even though his role as lego batman and his other animated dc movie was better he was still very funny as just slade yeah they didn't even make no joke about him being deathstroke they didn't call him slade wilson they just literally called him slade <laughs> so i thought that was interesting but yeah the movie i liked how it was written it was dope so uh, if I've seen the full movie, I would have it uh, pretty higher than I would expect on my list. But where it is now seems doable. And it's definitely one of those l- not as high movies that I can see myself buying. If you know, I just on Amazon one day and I'm like, oh, this movie's cheap. I'll buy it. <laughs> that was a dope movie. Um, don't have any past episode reflections. No mirror. Oh my gosh. All right. So we can, and I didn't pull up an old clip like I said I was. So this post 100 episode of me doing all this stuff. Is going super well so far, but the Instagram <laughs> is up. So, oh yeah, Instagram at Leo B. Gyllenhaal, I think, <laughs> all lowercase no dot in the middle or whatever. Yeah, just all of it together. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so slowly getting that off the ground. Um, but yeah, go follow that for you know to see what's going on in the future. Um. Yeah, but so let's go into uh, the next entry for I'll name this bracket later. Our uh, person for bracket person for this week is Adam Driver, since he was in the Black Klansman. I keep wanting to call it the Blacksman. (laughs) That ain't what the movie's called. Um, what is it? What is it? All right, so today is his best movie. This is gonna be quick. I say this is very easy if we want to stop it at a. Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Yeah, we about to make this real quick. I'm gonna just look over his movies. Yeah, and yeah, that's clearly his best movie. Ain't really no need to go through it all. But wait, wait. I'm like, does he even have a lot of movies? He actually has a bunch of movies. I'm looking at. It, I'm shocked. Do we do The Force Awakens yet already? Yep. Oh, that's John Boyega's. Okay. All so, right. So we do have to do it. Yeah. So it gets interesting now. Let's well, see. I think I still know what my choice for his yeah. best movie would be. But right, let's see. Um. All right. You ever see Jay Edgar? Nah. Lincoln? Nah. Inside Llewyn Davis? Nah. <laughs> uh, if I was to say the best movie of those, I don't even like none of those movies. 
Actually, I haven't. Shockingly, as a Leonardo DiCaprio fan, I have not seen Jay Egger yet. Lincoln has been too long for me to watch. I've seen Inside Lulin Davis, and even with Justin Timberlake in it, he couldn't save it. Um, all right, you ever seen What If? Nah. All right, I've seen that, and I've seen While We're Young. So I would say While We're Young, this is a better movie between the two. This is where I leave you. Have you seen that? Nah. I think I ain't seen none of this dude's movies, man. <laughs> I see that movie. I think that was better than While We're Young. And I seen The Meyerowitz Stories. That was a boring movie. <laughs> I seen Logan Lucky. That was good, but it ain't better than This Is Where I Leave You. And yep. And that's where we stopped because he has a bunch of movies that neither of us have seen. So his entry is This Is Where I Leave You. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> that was quick, Adam. All right, so. All right, now we can finally move into another entry of the NBA Hollywood playoffs. Because <laughs> it's been a minute. Been a while. So let me pull that up so we can do just the next matchup. Where am I? Excel. Seer. All right, so to to recap where we have done so far on the west side of things, the Martian, which is repping Houston, beat Jennifer's body, which is repping. Who's they repping? Wow, okay, Houston play Minnesota. All right, repping beat Minnesota. Uh, Arkansas Sage County repping that OKC Thunder beat Need for Speed, which was repping Utah. Uh, X Men Origins Wolverine beat uh was beat Edge of Seventeen, which was repping Portland. Uh, X Men or Wolverine is doing New Orleans. Social Network, which was repping Golden State, beat Spy Kids, which was repping San Antonio. Over on the East Side, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, which was repping Toronto, beat the Butler, which was repping Washington. The Fault in Our Stars, which was repping Indiana, beat Spider Man Three, which was repping Cleveland. Creed, which was repping Philadelphia, beat Bad Boys 2, which was repping Miami. Bad and, Boys. And a thrilling matchup between two stars, mm-hmm. Michael B. and Will Smith. Woo. The Departed, which was repping Boston, beat the Incredible Hawk, which was repping Milwaukee. And that leads us to the first matchup in the West, The Martian, repping Houston, going against August Osage County, repping OKC. So, right. so let me go over the rosters again for Houston. Mm-hmm. You got... Or for the Martian, a.k.a. Houston, you got at point guard, Chiwetel Ejiofor. Okay. Jessica Chastain, at shooting guard. Mm-hmm. Kristen Wiig at small forward. That thing deep. Matt Damon at power forward, leading the way. Okay. And Jeff Daniels at center. That's a solid little team. With their six-man being Michael Pena. Oh, uh, yeah, this thing was deep. And then going against August Sausage County at point guard, you got Abigail Breslin. Okay. <laughs> shooting guard, you Baron got Davis. Ewan McGregor. All right. Small forward, we got Julia Roberts. Okay. With her her uh, co-star, Meryl Streep at power forward. Well, that's a good power forward. Center, you got Chris Cooper. And off the bench, you got Benedict Cumberbatch. See, they got a good bench player, too. All right, so let's do it matchup by matchup. Who you got in the Edgewa 4 Breslin matchup at point guard? We got Edgewa 4. He's the more, way more athlete. He's the Russell Westbrook, uh, Abigail Breslin, the old type of game, Baron Davis. Uh, get you from here to there, but not the athleticism. All right. At your shooting guard position, Chastain or McGregor? I think in this situation with their specific point guard, they don't have to do a lot of ball handling, but 
I'm looking at Jessica Chastain as like a Clay Thompson right now. So I got her edging. Okay, so she's splashing all over the map in this series. Yep. All right, Kristen Wiig and Julia Roberts at the small four position. Who's winning this battle? This is another great matchup. Um, Kristen Wiig, I see her as like uh, Andre Iguodala. Uh, I'm edging Kristen Wiig. All right, so it's looking like yeah, Houston's they're... edging them out so far. Yep, they need one more to, for me to guarantee what I think is happening. Matt Damon or uh, Meryl Streep at power forward? Who's winning that matchup? I'm thinking this is going to be the series where Matt Damon is exposed. <laughs> um, his offense isn't what everybody expected. He's playoff Matt right now. <laughs> so I got playoff Matt. <laughs> so I got Meryl Streep taking that. All right, the wily veteran going against one of the stars of the league, and she's using that IQ to take him out. Uh, what about at center, Jeff Daniels or Chris Cooper? Um, I got Jeff Daniels taking it, playing a traditional big man game. Yeah, that matchup seems like a very um, Dwayne Deadman going against like a Zaza Pachulia <laughs> yeah. type of matchup that no one cares about. <laughs> All right, six man, who's bringing more fire firepower this series? Is going to be this Cumberbatch or Pena? This is Mono Ginobili against uh, uh, different six man. <laughs> <laughs> Jamal Crawford, uh, Lou Williams, um, Eric Gordon, Josh Hart. I'm assuming. Hey, I'm assuming he's gonna come off the bench. Or no, Lance Stevenson. Josh Hart. Who is? I know Zubac ain't playing. They gonna start Zubac? That is gonna be Javale. <laughs> I don't want Javale starting. He can't start. He don't deserve it. He didn't put in the work like the young guys. It's gonna be Javale, the center, and. Now nah, they ain't gonna start Kyle Kuzma. They have to start Ingram because they don't want to destroy his development. Kuzma already superstar. Yeah, it's so gonna be Kentavious and Josh gonna fight for who gonna start for his shooting uh, guard. I'm assuming they'll start Kentavious like they did Probably. last year. And then um, who's fight at center? Is it gonna be Javale or M- Wagner? Oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be Javale. Anyway, that team is a whack. Uh, I'm going to say in this series. I'm going Benedict Cumberbatch right. off the bench. But who went in the series? That ain't enough for him to carry it. I got the Martian. The Martian, all right. Taking the series in six. All right, so 4 2. Yep. All right. So the Martian taking the series. 4-2 from August Osage County, a.k.a. OKC. Ooh. What in the world? Eh. Sorry, Excel is being difficult for your boy <laughs> right now. I'll just sing some harmonies. Na, 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 ya, this work. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so um, all right, so we'll just move on to the next round while I'm trying to fix this. All right, so we got X Men Origins Wolverine New Orleans versus the Social Network New Orleans versus Golden State. Okay, here we go. Your 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 uh your lineup for New Orleans. You have where do you have where do you have where do you have at point guard Hugh Jackman. 
Okay. Your shooting guard, a young Ryan Reynolds. Okay. Small four, we got your boy, Taylor Kitsch. Okay. Power four, we got Lee Shriver. Mm -hmm. At center, you got Danny Houston. Mm-hmm. Huston, or how you pronounce his name. And at six, man, you got the guy making all the beats, Will I Am. <laughs> For the social network, aka okay, Golden State, that point guard, you got the Oscar nominated Jesse Eisenberg. Mm-hmm. You got Disney's very own Brenda Song as shooting guard. Okay, we know who's. <laughs> small forward, you got Spider Man himself, Andrew Garfield. Okay. Power forward, you got quadruple threat, Justin Timberlake. At center, Army Hammer. And right. at six man, she's writing the plays, Rashida Jones. We got a matchup. All right, Jackman Eisenberg. Who's winning that point guard matchup? Uh, we got Hugh Jackman. This is a matter of uh, Ben Simmons, Giannis Antetokounmpo against a different player. <laughs> so the size that Hugh Jackman got is way too much. All right, so your next matchup. Over Jesse. Jesse is like a... What's a, he's like Dan Dickow or something. Woo. Pull up like Dan. Um, <laughs> all right, so your shooting guard, you have Ryan Reynolds going against Brenda Song. Who you got there? We got Ryan Reynolds just completely destroying Brenda Song. <laughs> all right, she can't keep up with that Not Reynolds. Not even close. <laughs> all right. Um, next, at your small forward matchup, I know this is going to be tough, Taylor Kish or Andrew Garfield? Who's winning that matchup? We got Andrew Garfield slashing him up. You sure you ain't? You sure Taylor Kish ain't gonna give him buckets? Nah, Taylor Kish ain't got it in him. <laughs> All right, at power forward, Lee Schreiber or Justin Timberlake? I already know the answer, but you can go ahead and say it. At the power forward position, Justin Timberlake is an undersized power forward, but in the type of game that they're gonna be playing, the more high tempo, the, the Golden State Warriors, I'm edging. Justin Timberlake. All right, JT. Edging. Not even. (laughs) (laughs) At center, Danny Houston or Army Hammer? I got Army Hammer too much. He's Amari Stoudemire. He's Dwight Howard. Yeah. Sean Kemp. Hmm. Okay. All right. Then at six, man, Will I Am or Rashida Jones? Rashida may mess around and get 30 on Will I Am. Are you sure? It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I am, ain't. All right, so <laughs> with all that said, who you got winning the series? This is a close series. This is a seven-game series. Who's going to win that game seven for him? Is it going to be a clutch three by JT? Or <laughs> is Hugh Jackman going to Russell Westbrook his way to the basket? Their backcourt is too vicious. I'm going... Wolverine X-Men Origins. All right. Game seven. Game. that backcourt. Ryan Reynolds, Hugh Jackman. Game blouses. All right. So, New Orleans, a.k.a. or X-Men Origins Wolverine, is moving on to the conference finals to take on the Martian repping Houston. That's a good matchup. So, we got the we got the six seed going against the one seed. Dang. All right, so they'll then maybe next episode we'll do <laughs> the Eastern Conference, see who makes it to the – you know, see who's repping on that side of things. This Excel is being so difficult today. They don't want to Excel. Hmm. Okay, I don't like that bar. It's, uh, it's, it's a hard bar. 
No candy. All right, so. Where's my phone at? There it is. All right, so moving on to a bunch of topics that we can breeze through for this week. Drew. First up, Dave Batista been in the news a lot this (laughs) week because he's passing out ultimatums. Yeah. First, he said he's only doing Guardians of the Galaxy Uh 3 to fulfill his uh, contract obligations. He ain't really... He he's been very vocal about him in support for James Gunn not getting he said fired. Either use James Gunn script or recast him. Yep, and then and you know what uh, Marvel would say, we'll recast you. Because <laughs> but I seen that uh, Marvel trying to sneak James Gunn back in through the mm-hmm. back door so Disney don't see him. Yep. So like you said, they he then after that said he want to be let out of his contract if mm-hmm. James Gunn's script isn't scrapped. Then rumors started coming out. Uh, that they were going to scrap his script, and then rumors are coming out that they are not going to scrap his script, and that they that Kevin Feige is really trying to get James Gunn hired back. Yeah. Um. So, based first off, question I have based on the potential half-hearted efforts that the actors might give, because everybody's in favor of James Gunn coming yeah, back. They're gonna put. They're gonna be. Oh man. Will this be the worst movie of the series? If if James Gunn doesn't come back, it for sure will be. Because who knows? Some of these other writers, when they get a superhero movie property, then like, we know what time it is. All right, let's pick three villains. <laughs> and then they, you got to have some. Because everybody that Marvel got so far really care about their characters. The, even Taika Waititi, who only had one Thor movie, you could tell he put in the effort to make it a certain way. James Gunn with his three uh, Guardians of the Galaxies. Iron Man had just a variety of people, so I don't count that. <laughs> but Peyton Reed with Ant-Man. like They all put in effort for their specific character. But when you just got a new random person coming in and writing it or directing it, it don't go with the other one. So, yeah, I could see it being the worst one if they don't stick to the same team. Because who are they going to get this late at uh, this last minute? Antoine Fuqua said so he had a meeting with Marvel to talk about an MCU movie to direct. I'm trying to think of what movie his would be. Guardians of the Galaxy. Nah. <laughs> yep, going from James Gunn to Antoine Fuqua. <laughs> man. It, and if that movie looked exactly the same. That would be funny. I'm like, I, oh, Antoine Fuqua had one of the best directors. Nah, I'm like, nah, it's clearly Marvel got a bigger say in these movies than yeah. we all think. <laughs> they just be hiring name directors or turning directors into names. Yeah, because Peyton Reed. That's the craziest one. I knew James Gunn had. I knew seen some of James Gunn's other movies, and they're weird. So, mm-hmm, so he definitely put his stamp on this movie, and they made and he, he helped them. Marvel and him helped himself become a name now, or a bunch of studios want him. But Antoine Fuqua, he directed the movie, and it looked very similar. <laughs> and I gotta ask some questions. Yeah. All right, so um, uh, next question I have: If Drax was to be recast, who would play him? If Jason Momoa wasn't already a Aquaman, you don't want to get a bald guy who looks exactly a big buff bald guy who looks exactly like him. I mean, it can be Dwayne the Rock Johnson, but he's already this will turn into the Drax movie then. Yeah. <laughs> so all you got, all you got to do is Vin Diesel. Just he's already in the studio doing his voice for uh, Groot. True. Let him be Drax. He actually earned his money this time. Yeah. <laughs> they should just go into wrestling. Find a bald guy. Yeah, I'm sure there's somebody. <laughs> Big buff bald guy. Yeah. Go to any gym. Or get yeah, get any guy and then make him bald and 
Yeah, they would have to strip. Give them some U, uh, UCB or, uh, improv classes. Yeah, just uh, get them funny. Give them some simple jokes that it can be read, which is mean because Dave Bautista did was really like, good Dave as Bautista Drax. Is, is good, but get John Cena. John Cena knock it out the park real quick. Well, we well, we know if uh, we I can even if they do hire James Gunn back, I have a feeling we'll never see Dave Bautista in any other Marvel movie after Guardians oh, yeah. Three. <laughs> He's done after this. I feel like any of them might not be there unless they get offered a nice chunk of change. Uh, Chris Pratt, you're the main one that they about to try to hold on you and uh, Zoe Saldana. So I'm sure Bradley Cooper. Oh yeah, he's like, like, yeah. I just do the voice. Like, I just had a voice. I don't really got much to do. Groot. Give me that check. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, I can definitely see Groot and uh, Rocket still being in these movies. They need a buddy movie. I would and definitely I see that. watch a Groot uh, Rocket little buddy co- uh, buddy action comedy. And that can be when they bring Howard the Duck more into. Because right yeah. now you just throw him in there for a little funny scene here yeah, and there. He's him in there as a sidekick. Don't yeah. ever try to make a movie again. That's crazy. That was <laughs> the first technical Marvel movie. And that's crazy. All right, next, continuing on with James Gunn. So rumors have been going around that a bunch of different studios have been trying to uh, acquire his services once him, his little contract situation with Marvel gets worked out. <laughs> and including uh, those companies is Warner Brothers. We know what they want him to do. Yep, apparently they want him for a DC movie. What movie would they hire him for if he they were to hire him? What's uh, I can't even think of what the Booster Goat and Blue Beetle. They would do that <laughs> one of them weird movies. You sure they don't want him for like a Supergirl, which they're working on. Nah. Um, fire the director they have for Suicide Squad. He could do a Suicide Squad. Yeah, because they wanted it to be Guardians of the Galaxy anyway. Yeah, he would have to revamp so much, though. He's like, y'all wanted this to be a PG-13 movie? Well, y'all did it the wrong... You can't hire an edgy director like David Fury, who deals with, like, <laughs> David gritty... David Fury. Ayer. I could constantly call him <laughs> so David his, Fury. Call, call him by his movie. <laughs> yeah, it's boy David, uh, David Fury. Dang, James Guardian. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a dope name. Um, you can't hire someone like David Ayer. Who's got edgy movies to do a Suicide Squad, which is screaming to be edgy, and then make it PG thirteen and whack, yeah, and goofy at times. Uh, I just don't match up. So get James Gunn to like y'all want a PG thirteen version of this? Y'all want it to be all silly and goofy with these dark characters? All right, I'll show you how to do it. He could have did Aquaman if James Wan didn't already have that uh, held down. Unless James- he could have did Shazam much better than what it looks. Yeah, Shazam did- looked whack to me. <laughs> I just gotta say that. Yeah, it's not looking good. It is definitely not looking good oh, for young man. Shazam. Um, but yeah, any of those movies, uh, you don't think he could do like a Batgirl movie? I don't want him to do that, but... What about a Joker a Joker and Harley movie? I don't even want them to make that. I don't want DC to make the majority of these movies <laughs> they're trying to make. Because they need to start over. They don't care. Dang. They just keep You know you dying going. for this Birds of Prey movie. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like the start they're having. Just hurry up, hire Blake Lively like y'all want, and then some other girl. Uh, Speaking of birds of a prey, the synopsis is uh, rumored to drop. Let me read this thing. Because it sounds very Suicide Squad-ish. Oh, Lord. After splitting up with the Joker, Harley Quinn and three other female superheroes, Black Canary, Huntress, and Renee Montoya, Come together to save the life of a little girl, Cassandra Kane, from an evil crime lord. Uh, no. 
I don't like generic stuff like Evil Crime Lord. <laughs> Does this remind you of Suicide Squad somehow? And the reason I ask that is because the whole come together issue when originally it was supposed to be Harley Quinn was going to be the villain and these Birds of a Prey characters yeah. were supposed to basically go against her somehow. But now that they're teaming up, go after a crime lord to <laughs> save a little girl. I don't know why that is so reminiscent of Suicide Squad where they had to go basically save uh, Cara Delevingne's character from the Enchantress. It also reminds me of Deadpool too. Yeah. <laughs> does this yeah, does this generic synopsis worry you about the movie? I mean, these first and foremost, DC is the first thing that worries me. And then <laughs> they went very generic. That could be super bad, but or it could work in their favor because that shows we know we can't do too too much. Yeah, we don't, we don't got the strength in our writers. If they if you do like a simple plot like this, then that means your characters have to be really good. Yeah. So we all know what Margot Robbie will bring to Harley Quinn. It's those other people you would have to. Nah, that's movie gonna work. I just got a mental picture of like what does that look like? Then whoever, I saw it. Whoever plays Black Canary, which the rumor has it that they offered Lady Gaga the role of Huntress or Black Canary. <laughs> oh, she <laughs> but, got to, she get an option, but she turned it down. Okay. She's like, nah, I want that movie sound whack. <laughs> yeah, even her, she even she said that sound girl. They should let her play Joker. I mean, she could. She if was I good saw on American Horror Story, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even turn my head. I'm like, hmm, right. I mean, that's not bad. <laughs> that sounds if if you right. had to hire somebody <laughs> like that, but um, yeah, but who they hire is these other people in this movie. And for one, this array of characters that you have. It's trash. Yeah. It's, it, y'all might as well just call us the Harley Quinn movie and let these be side characters that name aren't in it. It's crazy. Because since you ain't going to have Batgirl or like, um, what's her name? Oh, this I'm thinking of Gotham City Sirens. Never mind. I was about to say. Um, and that's what I always forget. That's what they were doing. Yeah, it was, there was going to be two different movies. Got, now Gotham City Sirens sounds a better I, or sounds better to me than Birds of a Prey. Yeah, I don't know why they would even do this. Right, like if if you only do this when your movies are hits, where then you're able to take chances on like these yeah, lower tier. Why things. didn't they just do Gotham City Sirens? Because they, they they have ADD over there. They got That's so many first. different got ideas. Characters. Yeah, I would rather see Poison Ivy, Catwoman, uh, Harley Quinn, all of them come together and just smash these people into it. But I don't want to. I don't really care about Black Canary. I don't even really know who the Huntress is. Don't even get me started right. on this Montoya person. Yeah. So and then uh, I'm saving Cassandra. I want to know how old she's gonna be because Cassandra <laughs> Kane, she's a black girl. Oh yeah. And which some of them? So isn't there who is uh, Ruby Rose playing? She's playing something Kane she's, for her back for her back girl. Can't remember. I can't remember if he's playing Batgirl or Batwoman. Oh yeah, I'd be forgetting those are two different things. <laughs> See, that's too complicated. Jeez. Yeah, I don't feel like thinking. Hey, next thing y'all gonna tell me there's a Superwoman? <laughs> I mean, that's different from Supergirl. Is it? I mean, no, I don't think. I don't know no about DC. I don't feel like looking it up either. It make my head hurt. I was surprised that people were mad that she was cast as. Yeah, I thought they was going. I'm lo- I thought they was going to love it for some reason. Well, Maybe because I don't have any care. <laughs> They're like, "Oh, y'all gonna love that." <laughs> I, said, I don't watch the. Even though her cat, her casting made me actually want to go watch her her show. And then I'm like, then I feel the need to go back and watch Arrow the and Arrow the Flash Verse. and 
Legends of Tomorrow. Exactly. And, and Black Supergirl. Lightning. It, that's a lot. Black Lightning, is, I don't think they even letting him be in with everybody. Okay, else. well, then that's racist. <laughs> I definitely don't want to watch it. The that. writers of Black Lightning was like, this ain't connected. Like, it has to be. Don't waste everybody's time. Because yeah. this is the one good thing DC has going on is their TV shows and connected them. Mm-hmm. They were like, the movies are struggling, but we out here, th- we out here prospering. Yeah, just try. And they, they take their time. Started off with Arrow. Did a season or two. And then then Flash. Did a season, then an episode with both of them together. See, with those shows. <laughs> like, they just take their time. And with those shows, you can't even, like, watch one or the other. Because when they throw them crossover episodes. You'd be like, who's that? <laughs> like, huh? Especially with the side characters. That's who I get mixed up. Anytime. Yeah. I don't watch it, but I see it occasionally. And them side characters which you get mixed up. Especially with the Flash, because there's several Flashes on there. They can see So if I watch it, I got to be, I have to be all in on watching the whole universe. And I don't know if I'm going to get there anytime soon. And then Constantine, who had a show on Fox yeah, that got canceled. He appears on these DC shows. Mm-hmm. See, they even connecting the ones from different channels. And they, have- and they had, they made a cartoon. I forget the character's name. And then that was part of that same world. So when that character appears on the show, it's a live action version of it. So they're doing a lot over there. So like they even combining their cartoons. I, I I would never purchase that DC Universe app. <laughs> I know that much. Y'all bold to make a streaming service. Oh yeah, I'm definitely illegally getting them shows. Yeah, that's crazy. Because <laughs> I do want to see the teen or the Titan. That show. show looks whack. <laughs> it does, but I still want to watch it. Why did Robin just straight cuss? Yeah. Say the F word. Yeah, forget Batman. That's crazy. I, got, I bet that. I bet the nerds at Comic Con were in a like, tizzy when I they heard that. Look that up. Like, ooh, clapping and applauding and turning to their nerve they, friends with pimples calling, all over uh, their face. The, the girl that's playing uh, Starfire, they probably too busy calling her the N word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who watch it though? I, Beast Boy. Beast Boy look worse than her being a black person. <laughs> Well, clearly the DC's just you know throwing whatever out to get these edgy shows on their yeah. little streaming service. For one, all these extra streaming services are annoying. That's bananas. There should be two. When Disney comes out with theirs, one for TV and one for movies. <laughs> yeah, Dang, I'm gonna be so mad when I like. Should I buy this Disney one or That's should I just crazy. illegally get all say, these shows? I'm just legally getting them because they got a hundred million dollar Star Wars show coming on on there. That is crazy. You throwing up? That's a big budget to throw to a streaming service. I, was show. Like, I think that was supposed to be on TNT at first. Probably got a big director. TNT big director ain't got John Favreau. Money for that. <laughs> John Favreau's done. Uh, how does John Favreau do his movies? Mm. He ain't made a whack one. You just know what he's doing. Huge budgets, small probably. budgets. How does, he must just keep going? Probably takes his time. Yeah. Everything you probably gotta really enjoy what you're doing, and you gotta take your time. Yeah, you can't just be fun. picking stuff. And he's doing different stuff, keeping it entertaining for himself. This Superman Iron Man, movies, Disney movies, uh, cook or chef. <laughs> I mean, same thing. Chef, which was really good. Uh, uh, Cowboys versus Aliens. He directed that movie. I think so. Okay, that was only his down movie. Yeah. <laughs> I like. I wanted to like that movie, yeah. but I couldn't. But at least it, it show effort. Like, he ain't just make a blatant, yeah. whack movie yet. He sold me before the movie came out. Yeah. This is when the movie came out. Then I was like, oh, this is not good. Jungle Boy, he got the Lion King. Everybody's hyped for his Lion King movie. He should be proud of himself. <laughs> like, I got black people hyped to see my Lion King movie. Yeah, because he hired black people that... Uh-huh, he knew what to who, do. Who, who, the black person that people love. <laughs> like, Beyonce. I got to get Beyonce and Donald Glover. Y'all lucky I ain't get Michael B on y'all. <laughs> 
It's like black women don't like Michael B. Uh, Michael B. Not could anymore. play. He could play Scar. He already did. Kill <laughs> <True>. longer. <laughs> True. Uh, all right, moving on. Speaking of movies, uh, you like that segue? That was <laughs> whack. Speaking of movies on a movie podcast, that segue was hard. <laughs> Dang, I should be doing like news shows or something. Uh, all right, the 2020 Oscars is going to implement some changes. Uh, I don't I already don't like them changes. <laughs> Let me read some of these changes. Yeah. Besides the major one that everybody heard about. I don't want to ever hear nothing. <laughs> so their air date is, has changed. Originally, lately, them and things were coming on like late February, very uh-huh. early March. This one is going to come out. January? <laughs> nope. February. Oh, I hate when I can't scroll because a app is preventing me. Dang, ruin the vibe. February 9th, the 2021. Okay. When... um. Which is funny because this year the nominations were announced on January twenty second. <laughs> oh, so this would have happened immediately upon what they when they gonna do the nominations? Top of the year, probably. So they're gonna get this over early, um, and they're gonna really focus in on it being a three hour telecast. Basically, this thing almost runs four hours lately. Yeah, they said they're gonna do stuff during a commercial, which makes sense. These little trash things. Yeah, we don't have to see everything. Just keep running the show. Dang. Do the show. <laughs> Even if we miss some of the, like, when a person comes up, I don't care if they're doing it during the uh, and the mo- <laughs> best uh, picture of the year. <laughs> Dang. The little the little technical stuff, you don't have to show those live. You can put those on YouTube if people really yeah, want to see yeah, them. No disrespect to all the hard workers yeah. out there. You still I don't want to see your face. We want to see the glitz and yeah. the glamour and the superstars. Right. If, you're, if you shout out your fam and you want them to see it, Give them the YouTube link. Mm-hmm. And people in the audience will still hear it. So Yeah, and you would think they, with YouTube TV and stuff, they would have been already streaming like the Oscars and stuff on there. Okay. If you want to watch the whole telecast, pull it up on your computer. People are slow. If you want to watch it with commercials and it taking out some of the stuff you don't want to see. Yeah, that's that's a good idea. They really should do that. Watch it on regular. And so you got your both options. You get your, on YouTube, you get the whole thing. Yeah, so mute it on YouTube. When it go on commercial on your TV, if you absolutely want to see a, a, a white person first name, white person last name, walk on stage and accept his award for best uh, director, hat, uh, yeah, hat yeah, in best the movie. cartoon design. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they should have been fixed that. Um, what else do we have? They no one cares about some bored and big name people. Um, all right, so let's get to the. I'm still baffled about NBA Live without a two player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if anybody's played played NBA Live out there, y'all know that. Uh, That's the worst game. They did some crazy stuff. All right, why doesn't this one? All right, well, okay. So since this link doesn't have the big news, Oscar Oscars has said that they're going to implement a popular mm-hmm. movie category. What does that mean? Yeah, they haven't specified exactly what that means, but basically we can all tell that they're we know how the Oscars doesn't really um show love to popular movies unless it's like a technical category, sometimes writing, but never in like the major categories. Yeah. Especially not best picture. You definitely ain't gonna see like an Avengers or yeah. whatever like the highest grossing movie is unless your name's like Avatar or something. So come So they're gonna pick what the top five highest grossing movies or something, and then out of those, pick what their favorite is. I have no clue. I don't get how that. I mean, that's how they would have to do it. Because if you just do the most popular, wouldn't it be the highest grossing? That's or the how one I would with think. the most social media buzz. 
I think I, they could do it that way. Or I don't they, want that way because we know that already. Or they could do like of the highest grossing movies. The like somehow they get to choose like yeah, the that's critical the, ones. That's that the only want. real good way to do it. So it'll be what Black Panther, um, Infinity Wars, Deadpool, Deadpool two. Um, I feel like some other good stuff have came. I can't think. Definitely not solo. Be quiet, Alexa. Yeah, anybody ask me. So then, if you just say like those three, then they'd be like, "What is the best movie out of these three? Dude, I just need to. Then Black Panther would win its Oscar. It definitely. That sounds crazy. But I just don't like. Like it's cool that y'all finally want to implement these movies, but I don't it like that. Like they, it's ninety years too late. But it's also like I don't <laughs> like that they have to have a separate category. Yeah, throw them in the real categories. All right, like just put them yeah, in there. You that's have disrespect. Yeah, y'all might as well say superhero movies. Exactly. Like just block big summer block. Uh, we got a summer box office blockbuster category. Yeah. That's then crazy. It, then this makes it seem like this is the MTV Movie Awards. It really does. So if you disrespectful, you have put the select like put Black Panther in for best movie. Y'all ain't gonna pick it exactly. Y'all y'all have y'all gonna pick something that come out at the end of the year with Francis McDormand and Casey Affleck, (laughs) and we know how this goes. Y'all have ten movies that you can vote for for best picture, and you can't not any of those can be like a big movie. What they could do is what would win that category, their popular movie category. Just think of it. Destroy that category and put that movie that won right. into that, best picture. Yeah, this should be something they do on in behind and the they scenes. Do that in y'all's head and then put it in there. Right, so we can look at y'all. The, gonna put all kind of movies that people have to go back and watch when they see the announcements. Like, like, like let me see why this is yeah, nominated. What is this? Call me by your name. Yeah, yeah they don't. They don't do to the average person that just watches movies. They don't see half those movies they nominate. Right, and then so I, throw them a bone and put in. <laughs> Black Panther or whatever. And I hate when people when like people who don't know about movies and they hear the announcements, they're like, never seen that, never seen that. That's why we don't care about the Oscars because they don't ever nominate movies that we see. Like, like even though I know about a bunch of these movies yeah. and I only see like half of them, but I know about them and I know, but I'm so used to the Oscars, I know their reason. And, and a lot of the movies they do nominate are worthy of getting these awards. Yeah, they're worthy of it. But so are the big budget movies. Yeah, so some, so, they ain't whack. Some of, the, some of them are like... Dwayne Johnson, his are typically not the highest rated, and he does good numbers. But the other ones, like the Marvel movies, are always high rated. Dang. So y'all can higher rated than some of these movies that be getting in there. So y'all can do what you said. Do it behind the scenes. Have your own category the selection behind the scenes, and then when y'all put out like the best picture nomination, we like, oh, they nominated Black Panther. Oh shoot! Yeah, like that's that's a step up. That's, that's cool. Good. But then, then people are gonna be mad when they don't win. So I don't. It'll be yeah, interesting to see like exactly the specifics of this category when it comes out. Because for me, for right now, it seems like it's a nice, it's nice that y'all finally doing something. But it also seems like a slap in the face. Like their movies aren't on the same level as these quote unquote smart artsy movies. Yeah. But whatever. So it's gonna be interesting to see how this develops. No roll of film. <sighs> All right, moving on. Well, uh, we spoke of the Joker earlier, or mentioned him. This Joker movie might be leaning towards an R rating. <laughs> that see, I'm dumb about done with them. It shouldn't be no might. I thought it. I thought it was solidified. I thought that was guaranteed. I didn't think anything <laughs> of it. I wasn't expecting no announcement like this is rated R. Like, I already knew that. But now might. If this is PG, if this is PG thirteen, go and chop it up. That means it's not. The fact that they have to think about it is not good enough. 
Well, that basically answered my question. I was going to ask. Oh, it's whack. I want it to be crazy. I want it to be <laughs> super dark. A PG-13 dark Joker movie, that means it's not dark. Yeah, I want you, it to be disturbing. If you give me a Joker movie, a solo Joker movie, and it's PG-13. I want it to be sad, scary. Like, his development has to be dark. Like, he has to be dark. It has to be Cra- it has to be ridiculous for him to turn into the Joker. Yeah, I want bad stuff happening <laughs> to him. It has to be nuts. So you even attempting a PG thirteen movie? He don't even really. He doesn't have to cuss. Hearing yeah. hearing the Joker's throw some swears would sound kind of weird, like it did with uh, Patrick Stewart and yeah <laughs> Logan. And luckily that movie was still good, but yeah. that was still some adjustment. There was an I'm adjustment like, period for that. Okay, but hearing the Joker swear, like people around him can probably do it, yeah. and the whole just the the vibe itself is what should make the movie R yes, and the violence. I to, yeah, I want it to be cr- like super dark. Like, I can't even think of what's a super dark movie. I want this to be like if. I want this to be the de- departed level t- style, but n- just for a superhero or a super villain without as much cussing because they cuss like crazy in the departed. Yeah. But just that vibe, something like that, or even the Dark Knight. The, the they got his vibe down yeah. like almost perfect, and that movie could have eat like the vibe of that movie reminiscent of a rated R movie. It was just a very dark PG thirteen movie. Yeah, so they can do that, just up the ante a little bit without being distasteful. Just make it, I don't even know, make it super grim. Yeah. I don't need to be happy in this. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, I walk, just, I don't especially walk out with smiles on my face. We've already seen Heath Ledger. we already seen Jared Leto. Let's go. So you, there's no middle ground. Let's go a step further than Heath Ledger's and make this backstory even crazier. I, I like that they're doing the stand-up comedian backstory. Now just make it super dark. So will you boycott this movie if it's PG if it's PG thirteen? Nah, if I'm seeing the Venom movie, I see this movie. <laughs> okay. right. We know what Venom coming with. Speaking of Venom, <laughs> Venom now apparently will most likely be PG thirteen after oh, they promised man. us that it was going to be rated R. Tom Hardy was running his mouth, saying it's yeah. gonna be much darker. It's gonna be R. <laughs> We're shooting for the R rating. We're getting oh, that. Man. This was in the. This was right after Logan yeah, <laughs> and Deadpool came up. out. They was like, "We about to be the next up." Yeah. Venom. Tom Hardy. R. Yeah. Ru- Ru- Ruben Fleischer is that who's doing yep. this? It's gonna be R. Now you see the trailers and you're like. Only saving grace is this movie might be rated R. Yep. Now, once they say... Because you see Venom <laughs> looking kind of scary, kind of eating people. And you're like, all right, but then gonna you, have that violence. Yeah, and, but then you see the dialogue and you yeah, see the that, story. All right, that dialogue is nearly PG. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, on the, that's teetering. So now when they say the movie most likely will be PG-13, it, everything kind of makes sense now. Yeah, I can see that Marvel was getting in their heads. Because they said they they're now they're open and Marvel using all their characters. When I was reading, I'm like, okay, so we know what that means. Marvel's like, all right, we'll we'll, we're gladly use these characters. It's just not going to be R. Yeah, because they the reason this PG they said is most likely going to be PG-13. Of course, the generic excuses wanted to reach a wider audience, which makes no sense anymore. Um, yeah, because the whole reason y'all was making it rated R is because y'all seeing that wider audiences will see a rated R movie. Right. Once Deadpool, once Deadpool was successful not once but twice as being a comic book rated R yeah. movie, I don't want to ever hear that excuse no more. But they said uh, they wanted to reach. People always forget Blade was rated R. Exactly. And he no, knocked a long out time ago. Three of them. Yeah. They said. Um, 
The studio feels Venom should push the very limits of PG-13 without skirting to R-rated territory. It will make it easier for Tom Hardy's Venom to cross over with Tom Holland, Spider-Man, and the rest of the MCU as <laughs> those films fit neatly. First of all, they know better than Venom would not speak to anybody else in the MCU <laughs> other than Spider-Man. You know you would see Venom pop up in a Doctor Strange movie. <laughs> but they said um, fit neatly into the four quadrant confines of PG-13. This can't be taken as a confirmation, but... I don't like how this person's speaking. <laughs> basically just saying... Um, yeah, they wanted to have more mainstream appeal. Basically, just say they want the mainstream, and they also don't want to limit it because if it does spin off into yeah, those other put movies, them in Far From Home as a teaser, just show some black stuff going across the floor. So if yeah, that'd be sweet. So if Venom could be in the Marvel universe, but he had to be PG, his movie had to be PG thirteen. Would you take that, or would you take him not being in the Marvel universe and his solo movie being rated R? I'll take it PG thirteen. So then they would never have to make another Venom movie. <laughs> So then they can put him into Spider-Man 3, I suppose. All right, so... And I would rather that than it'd be two separate things. Now, if if Marvel says, we'll just do Venom over here too, then if that's the case, of course it'd be confusing, but I would rather this one be rated R because they're only going to get one movie probably anyways regardless. See, the PG-13 with him and the thing are rated R separate as long as Marvel because Venom gotta be in one of these Spider-Man movies <laughs> it has like it's too crazy not to see Venom or Carnage or like even they're gonna have to go back to Doc Ock and Green Goblin and stuff you know they're gonna dig deep into that catalog well no, they're it- going as long as possible without <laughs> touching the people that's already been done before. That's Marvel flexing their muscles. They're like, oh, you already, already use these. We're going to use Trocher. Tr- We're going to use like Mysterio. Mysterio. That's reaching. <laughs> that's why they get Jake Gyllenhaal to play them. Uh-huh, they know what they're doing. But, and it kind of makes sense for them. Like, you want if their goal is to be more grounded, they don't have to get these ridiculous villains. Yeah. They already have people coming to see their movies. So they got these good villains or these good characters put these sound like so-so villains but if you get a good actor then they can bring more out of the the character than a subpar actor would be able to Mysterio better be he gotta be powerful because after having I'm assuming he'll Spider-Man will end up needing to help fight Thanos again at some point I wouldn't be too scared of even though he has to do it by himself. Yeah, I think that's, that's what they're shooting for. Yeah. They're shooting for it probably being by himself, and they're shooting for the movie itself to have like more personal stakes. So since Thanos, I mean, he, he like disappeared almost, or he disappeared half the universe. So I'm sure some of Spider-Man's <laughs> loved ones were gone, but yeah. he did. He was also gone, so he didn't feel that effect. Right. But if Mysterio goes after like his aunt or yeah. Mary, or I'm sorry, MJ, or if they bring the other black girl back or a fat boyfriend. He made all his love <laughs> interests black. Yeah, so once he's like... <laughs> Yeah. So once you look, if he sees it actually going on in his town that he was raised in, maybe does that'll make the stakes more personal to him instead of like a worldwide effect that he would have to help deal with. But I don't know. So last, last before we leave Venom, you think this movie is going to be officially a dud based off of all these stuff that's come out about it? Yeah, I figured it would suck anyways. <laughs> or yeah. yeah, I don't think we can get especially. I can't wait to see this Woody Harrelson scene. <laughs> and you know and. I really don't like this <laughs> That's person. Crazy. <laughs> I gotta see. I gotta look at them doing it. It's so loud. It sounds like there's a washer and dryer like on top of us right now. He's annoying. He's been doing it all day. It's a GT. He's trash. I hate when people like rev their cars up like that. Like boo or congratulations. Hey, you have a loud still car. Still can't beat my Chevy. <laughs> I zoom past him. 
Zoom, zoom, zoom. Make my heart go. Mm-hmm. My supernova girl. Uh, what movie is that? What Disney movie is that from? Xenon. <laughs> was he only done from that? Was she Xenon? Nah, it was that other white girl, but so, I don't know what her name is. Because I remember. Um, was she in that? What's her name? Uh, Raven. Raven was the friend. She, yeah, she was in. Was she in both of them or just a sequel? I have no clue. Let's look up Xenon. Xenon. Hey, somebody brought up. Or I was reading about Brink the other day. Woo. Disney had the movies as kids. Brink. I forgot all about that. Starring white guy who was in Princess Diaries. Uh huh. Brink. <laughs> They had Johnny movie. Johnny Tsunami or whatever. Dang, oh, the little Honolulu fellow? Yeah. Oh, I remember I hated this dude's hair in Xenon. The black dude? With the little blonde tips or whatever. My oh, yeah, she was in both of them. Girl of the 21st Century. It was Kirsten Storms. Who is that? What have you done, Miss Kirsten Storms? She's only 34. Oh, so she was a real young shoe in these movies. She did Xenon, Johnny Tsunami. Now that she, you know, you in the Disney deal, yeah. you getting all them movies. Xenon the sequel. They had to nerve to call it the sequel. <laughs> I, I see another Xenon on there. Xenon Z three. I don't remember Z three. Yeah. I remember Xenon and the sequel. Uh, and then she was done after Kim Possible, and I mean, she was doing voices in Kim Possible. What about TV shows? Oh, she just stopped acting. She had to have around 2007. She must have been working at Home Depot. Now, let me look up Z3. Raven wasn't in Z3. This is when she started being different. Oh, she was. She must have died. Her name was Nebula Wade. Neb- yep, that sounds familiar. Nebula. Huh. Oh. That's trash. Wait, Storms not Pinkin are the only cast members to appear in all three films. Oh, so Raven wasn't in the second one? Let me look up Zequel. Look at those covers. Those covers look awful. Yeah. <laughs> look like these movies was made in the 70s. I want to watch these. Yeah, we need to, if these Disney movies weren't so difficult to deal or find. Yeah, got to watch. Wizard Card is on Netflix. The, the rap one. <laughs> oh, gosh. That one was crazy. Yeah, we got we to gotta watch that trash with my boy uh, Christopher William Scott Austin. Everybody's Everybody Chris. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, all right, that's enough of Xenon. Yikes, all right, let's move on to the last topic. Um, Chris Pine and Chris <laughs> Hemsworth might not be in Star Trek Four because uh-huh. of refusing to take pay cuts. Only <laughs> cast members to refuse to take pay cuts. <laughs> Everybody else, Zoe yeah. Zaldana, Simon Pegg, Cal Urban, Zachary Quinto, mm-hmm. all of them apparently are good to go. But the studio is like, Star Trek Beyond didn't do well. Yeah. We shouldn't have to give you all the money that we promised you, which makes no sense for Chris Hemsworth because he didn't. He wasn't in those movies. Yes, yeah, so he should get what he asked for. <laughs> right. He y'all should really have to keep paying him the same money y'all promised him because he's coming on to help the franchise. Exactly. Like y'all came up with this idea to help. He said y'all was on a sinking ship. So he's like, all right, what if we have the two, uh, the two uh, Kirks? Pair up and like some time travel stuff. We have Captain Kirk, and then we have the other Captain Kirk. Yeah. So we bring in the the guy who wasn't was a nobody when we first made the movie. Now he's a big star. Put him in the movie. Pair him with Chris Pine. That must mean equal dollars. Yeah. And y'all and y'all really can't shaft Chris Pine because he's the, the star, star of the movie. Of it, so. He makes those movies entertaining. So should they replace them or move on to Quentin Tarantino Star Trek? 
which I assume doesn't need any of these people. If they really can't get the two two of the top tier Chris's, then they really gotta just move on to the uh, Quentin Tarantino. Cause if y'all just try it, no, I would like to see him try it. Just let it, <laughs> so y'all can know it's time to end y'all's franchise. Who they gonna get? The Chris, uh, Chris Pratt and Chris Evans. <laughs> Nah, they can't afford them. If they can't yeah. afford getting Pine and Hemsworth, y'all can't afford Pratt and Evans. Y'all can't afford Evans. You know he'd be jumping out the window now because he he about done with these big budget movies. They probably can't afford Chris. They probably definitely can't afford Chris Pratt because he has two big franchises yeah. under his belt. Yeah, yeah. So just give go ahead, give Hemsworth and Pine. Y'all gonna lose if y'all lost money before and y'all trying to give it another shot. Just go ahead and take it out and give them their bread. Cut somebody else out. Get rid of a whole actor just to get. <laughs> I'm disgusted with Zoe Zeldana. She needs to know her worth. Yeah. She. I don't care if she has side. She has side roles in most of these movies. Yeah. She is one of the biggest actors, if not the biggest actor in those movies, based off of sheer just movies that she's have made. Yeah, that's probably that, where she's been in. Avatar. She has but a big it, role in. But if you've been in Drumline, that must be an automatic take off some of your money. Like you have been in big movies, but you were also in Center Stage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so but we all got a pass. Don't ever act. Don't look at um uh, Chris Evans's roles from back in the day. Yeah. Or I'm sure Carl Urban got some roles yeah. that are wild. I and I know, and I've seen some of Chris Pine's early work <laughs> when he was just a weird shaped head fella. Yeah, he got a big head. Then he do what was that movie he did where he was going against Tom Hardy? Yeah, this means war with Reese Witherspoon. That, that was during them being famous. <laughs> they just made a bad decision. That should if anybody, that was after him, uh, Tom Hardy playing Bane. <laughs> that was after him doing some Star Treks. If anybody's taking a uh, taking an L because of movie roles, that's up there. Yeah, but uh, I don't, I don't know. Like I don't, I'm even te- if you want to be technical, Simon Pegg got a little bit more hits under his belt. Then he definitely got more critical hits, and yeah, he's on top with this Mission Impossible. For- yeah, he got Mission Impossible. He got all the movies they write as far as critically acclaimed. It's Zachary Quinto who shot the least. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, don't, I think I don't, I don't know why I only think of like TV shows with him. Yeah, I think of Heroes. I think of American Horror Story. And don't know. It's and I keep thinking. Bohemian Rhapsody, but that's hey, that's, that's Rami. Yeah, that's a different different fella who's head shape is similar crazy. in vibe. <laughs> yeah, if he wanted to act up, go get him. He could play Spock. They really could. <laughs> he looks like he was a fan of Spock back in the day. <laughs> uh, but I, uh, I'm I'm I am interested in what Quentin Tarantino has up his sleeve for Star Trek. But I really could care less if they make another Star Trek movie. Yeah, I'll be fine. Especially if it's already off to this start, and y'all can't even pay y'all's two big lead actors. Right, I was I was he, I was cool with two. I was disappointed in three. So then I was done with this. I was done really caring about the franchise. Uh, it opened up very well with the first one. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the first one. Enjoyed the second one. It's that third one that they completely lost me. And I'm not a Star Trek fan to begin with. I used to call them nerds. <laughs> so if one movie is bad, you're gonna lose me until you decide to reboot it in the future, and I'll give it another go. Yeah, I had the chance to do this Chris Chris movie. <laughs> sure, I'll do it. Chris Chris. <laughs> <laughs> they really need to do a movie with all of them Chris's. Uh, yeah, Chris, but uh, Chris team. That could have been the Men in Black movie since I wanted to make it a team movie. All yeah, the Chris's. Yeah, all the way. And Chris Rock. Throw Black Chris yeah? in there. He'll be like the the the. Q M whoever the lead yeah. the, the head person was, 
That budget will be so big. Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pratt, Chris Pine, Chris Evans. Who's a Chris Angel? Chris Rock. Who's one of like the subpar Chris's? Chris Catan. I'm gonna type in actors name, famous actors name Chris. Let me see if I can get somebody who's trash. Chris famous actors named. Yep, they already got it up for me. Named Chris. We got Chris Pratt, Chris Pine, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Evans, Chris Martin. From Coldplay? I think. Chris Messina. Who? I have no clue. Chris North. Chris O'Donnell, a.k.a. Robin. Robin. He. His name is Chris. <laughs> that don't sound familiar. Uh, they could get Chris O'Donnell to play Captain Kirk. They really could. That, that'd be cheap. Send it straight to TV. <laughs> Who is Chris Colfer? <laughs> that little gay boy from Glee. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, those are mainly the Chris's. That are oh, then why do they just specifically talk about them four Chris's? Yeah, because there, really, there really ain't much Chris's. They named a slinger. Yeah. I thought there was way more Chris's. Chris Catan. Marvel really did get all the good Chris's. Uh-huh. Chris Messina is the guy who played in, um, he's on Mindy Project. Uh, he's with the black hair. Yeah. Um, Chris Noth was on Sex and, oh, he played Mr. Big. Oh, uh, yeah, I know who that is. Um, yeah, then they can get Chris Noth if Chris Rock don't want to do the head the leader in charge yeah. role. Oh, Put Chris Culver in there. If you want to count Christian Bell. Chris Bell. Chris O'Donnell. Chris Robinson is... No. Chris Klein. He was in... I've seen him in a bunch of movies, but I can't think of them. Oh, he's from American Pie. Yeah, I know who that is. He he got that face. That looked like other people's faces. <laughs> Chris Dawson. Oh, he looks like... What's his name? That dude that died. Uh, the uh, Another dude from Glee. Oh, uh, the looks, one with Leah Michelle. Finn. Yeah, he looks like him. And then the other one, Glee is cursed. Because that other dude that played the little bully guy football player, he went ahead and killed himself. Jesus. Because he was a nasty fellow, though. Yeah, well, he, he deserved a, it. He went to his crib and saw some uh, children. No, well, you've got to go. you got to go. Yeah. Bathroom and, break. And then. <laughs> bars. Dang. Call me Barzan. <laughs> That was whack. <laughs> Barzan. <laughs> uh, all right, we got That's crazy. Chris Tucker and Chris O'Dowd. Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker in a Marvel movie. He ain't got to play a hero. Chris Tucker in a movie. <laughs> exactly. Just let's get out of hand. We got to wait for a rush hour. I want him to do a regular <laughs> Friday movie. That ain't never happening. They could just... do a movie. Even uh, Dave Chappelle is slowly being in movies again. All right, he makes he's in uh whatever that Bradley Cooper Born Lady Gaga movie. Born Star or whatever that's called. But Chris Tucker did the same thing when he was in Silver Lines Playbook. That's true. He could they could both disappear again. Bradley Cooper get the disappearing acts. Yeah, he's like, let me bring back black comedians. <laughs> Dang, who's next, Brad? Uh probably Bernie? Cat R.I.P. <laughs> Cat Williams, even though he's not really disappeared, but he's disappeared from the spotlight. Cat Williams <laughs> is nominated for an Emmy. Yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> Dang, he was good on that episode. That is funny. Um, all right, and that's you got anything else you want to throw out there before we move on to this punishment segment? Let me see. I was reading a Madden review. Is it good? They gave it a good review. They said four out of five. 
I'm pretty sure it's good. It's just when 2K comes up, it don't matter what's yeah, out. I ain't like, playing that no more. And I barely uh, play video games. So. This ain't movie news, but your boy David Schwimmer is joining Will and Grace. What in the world? <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll take it, but that's very weird. Seems like because those are like competing TV shows back in the day. Seems like he's switching sides, homie. Yeah, he's like my side taking too long. Can't <laughs> yeah. beat him, join him. It's because Matt LeBlanc really refuses to ever. He he hates speaking about Joey, and he hates it. He hates the idea of coming back and playing that again. <laughs> to the point, it was like um, Jennifer Aniston was like, well. Since he's really difficult to come back and do the show because she's down with it and the other girls are down with it. And I'm pretty sure Matthew Perry do whatever right, on TV. No, Matthew Perry is down. <laughs> they was like, we'll just do a Golden Girls type of friends reunion years down the line where they just play the, her, it'd be her, Lisa Kudrow, Courtney, Cox, and they'll just come together as like old friends and do like a season of that. David, I'm sure David Schwimmer would do it too. Yeah, he'd probably have come in and have like a cameo or something. Of course, um, if they dare try to make Monica and Chandler divorce. <laughs> we have issues So of course uh, What's his name Had to be there Just Joey You know he's still Living in California He ain't moved yeah, back yet He's famous He's doing a show called Man of the house Or whatever his show's called <laughs> Man with a plan Yeah man with That's a creative title So you gotta remember that Man with a plan uh. <laughs> Oh yeah And last but not least This really uh, People are really thinking That Idris is gonna get This bomb roll He's not <laughs> I thought I thought Daniel Craig Was doing the next one anyways I think he is but I'm So thinking. they looking fast This one what if this I, one sucks? <laughs> then that will definitely be <laughs> Daniel Craig already don't want to do this one, so <laughs> they definitely be ready to move on. Mm, people like Daniel Craig and Christian Bell seem like you really pulling their arm to do a big movie that y'all <laughs> that helped y'all. <laughs> I want to be an actor so I can know not can know what it feels like for everybody to want you to do a role, but you really not want to do it. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I don't want to do Batman anymore. We'll give you sixty-five million. Like I don't care. Nah, I truly, <laughs> really don't want to do this no more. Like it's painful. <laughs> Everybody wants Idris or Henry Cavill or Tom Hiddleston. Not Henry Cavill, because even though he did good in Fallout, I don't know if he could pull off James Bond. And if we're gonna get a black dude to play James Bond, let's do Idris. Idris. John Boyega. I don't know. John Boyega got that. Uh, that's, that tr- that he ain't I fully guess, evolved swag. Yeah, it yet. ain't it ain't Boyega time yet. He getting yeah. close. Yeah, maybe, or closer, not close. Maybe down the line, have a couple hit more movies. That ain't Star Wars. Then we can talk. Yeah, it's Boyega time. Yeah, because he just got uh, Daddy's Girls. So. And he's a DJ, and he dated <laughs> K Michelle, which is wild. That is <laughs> that should be a low point in that man's life. <laughs> He probably didn't even claim her. She was the one running around interviews talking she about really him. Was. She yeah. could not wait to speak upon him. He didn't say Idris. nothing. Then it came with show. He's like, I did the wire. I know not to speak. Dang. Uh, uh, all right, well, I got uh, three different nominees for the punishment segment. Yeah, let's see. First up, Google. <laughs> for botching a solo or solo Star Wars story description on their page. They could they mix it up with a different movie called Solo, and here was what <laughs> when you clicked on Solo, a Star Wars story. You know how like it has like the whole the little side panel. Mm-hmm. Well, in there it said Android military weapon Solo, starring Mario Van Pebbles or Peebles or whatever her <laughs> name is or his. I know this person, but I can't decipher if it's a he or she. Black guy. Okay, is designed to put down Latin American rebels. But when Solo arrives, the machine feels compassion for rebels fighting for freedom. <laughs> Despite Solo's design, he begins fighting for the people he's supposed to kill. When his creators, including Jen Haynes, attempt to bring him back, he flees. But the military didn't give up. They sent an upgrade android into the field to take Solo and the villagers 
down. Yeah. And this says this Rotten Tomato score was a 6%. <laughs> so they got it confused with a film by the name of a different film by the name of Solo. That's crazy. And your next nominee, Movie Pass. <laughs> they they always deserve it for, lately. Yeah, for really just just you got to read about all it's too much different yeah. things that they have done they over have recent fallen so far. Yeah, from I think I spoke on this podcast from just completely going silent, changing up their movie plans, not offering the big movies. Offering only two movies at a time. It's changing the show times for the movies that they're allowing. So you could leave the house thinking you're about to see this one movie because you already checked the app. Then you get to the movie theater and the, that time is completely gone along with the movie availability. So it's crazy. Just movie pass really digging their own grave. And last but not least, <laughs> we already spoke about this before, but uh, Trey Young. <laughs> this ain't got nothing to do with basketball or football or movies, but I felt like his statement was so bonkers <laughs> that he he could at least be nominated. Uh, yeah, he des- he definitely deserves that nomination. And he reiterated again at his camp <laughs> when a person act Trey Young camp alone <laughs> is enough. To- <laughs> He's like nineteen, twenty years old. That's crazy. He should be in the camp. Because a camper, first a camper asked him, would there be any other team he would rather play for than the Hawks? And he lied and said, well, basically he said, I can't say that. I like, I love the Hawks or whatever. Then somebody asked him, do you feel disrespected or whatever about your 2K rating? Uh, you or know d- I was going to set him off. And he was just like, yeah, I definitely feel like I should have been ranked higher. Now his tweet, when initially asked about it, said, uh, let me find the person who said, let me just find the whole thing. Because if you don't know, you probably don't know. On 2K, Trey Young is rated 77 overall. If you know 2K, that's normal for rookies. For him, yeah. that's still a little high. That's high. They, always, they always put their rookies between like 70 and at rare times 80 range. So 77 for a high draft pick is like normal. Eight LeBron, when he first got in the league, if I'm not mistaken, was high 70s. Yeah. So Trey Young thinking he should be any more than uh, even a point more than 77 is crazy. Trey Young, <laughs> yeah, uh, where is that? Trey Young, uh, 2k overall. He's tripping. So, your nominees are Google, Movie Pass, <laughs> and Trey Young. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have to still go with Movie Pass. Because it's it's not like a yearly change, every six months, yeah. monthly, not even weekly. That. This has been daily. This is crazy. A, a slow fall and something that, because you had it me reading about it, I'm like this sounds very useful. Mm-hmm. It sounds worth it when they they had little sale days where it can really make it worth your while. But the changes over these last few weeks is just something insane. Yeah, I movie pass when it was working. It was definitely it's definitely saved me so much money. And I'm probably one of the people that caused this because they the CEO even said that he hopes these changes will <laughs> He basically said that he wants people to use movie pass less because they're That's, losing money. You know how crazy that sounds? Use it less, please. <laughs> basically in and not so many words, basically yeah, use it less. But when it worked, it worked for so long. But mind you, it has plenty of times where I've had problems with MoviePass, especially yeah. when I lost my card. 
losing your movie pass card at one point. Yeah, was, so it's the, it's it was a Rizzy for you. <laughs> you ain't getting that back for forever because their customer service is so trash. Yeah. But movie pass, yeah, as from a first hand experience, they definitely deserve punishment, even on multiple occasions. But they could have got for all the stuff they did over like the past couple weeks. They could have got it throughout the whole year if they would have spread out their ridiculousness. But nah, they did this over a short amount of time, yeah. <laughs> causing people to not even look movie passes away because it's no longer worth it. Yeah. Even when it was worth it, the headache and the stress levels that this deal and this good thing should be shouldn't allow you to get this worked up. So it ain't even really worth the just. It's just not worth it anymore. So movie pass, go sit in the corner, and. R- Come on with a different idea. Destroy the business. Yeah, blow the business up, then then move on to something else. Because clearly this guy who worked at Netflix started this business. So even though this business probably killed his chances of uh, getting hired somewhere else yeah. big, maybe he can come up with something else that makes more sense. Yeah, make, take it easier. Do something. Maybe try a little mobile app or something. Where Yeah, mobile. Or a home. You try to come up with home, home uh, movie viewing experience for like new movies. Yeah, that'll be your chance. Make it you make it where you gotta pay a crazy amount, or keep Movie Pass just how it is, but make it thirty dollars a month or something wild. Yeah, because Movie Pass has been out for a while. Like, yeah, it's been make, out for years. Yeah, make it fifty dollars a month. <laughs> Back to where it was when I first got it. Yeah, that's when everything was fine. No one, knew, I know when I pulled my Movie Pass out, people were probably like, "What is this?" Yeah, I, I, that was probably either the first or second time I've ever heard of it. And I was like, oh, this is cool. This is Gucci, but <sighs> just make it a crazy high price. And then that, that surely would have less people using it. Mm-hmm. That's what go back to normal. Where people didn't even hear about it. But now that people know about it because they decided to randomly one day drop it down to 10 bucks per month. Yeah, you can- They were wilding. $10 per month to see unlimited <laughs> movies. Is that's y'all? Yeah, y'all deserve to be get the punishment. Today. I want to know what. Com- and then not only that, there was days when they dropped it to five and seven dollars, and I missed that opportunity. Yeah, I want to know the conversations they were having where they thought, you know, let's do this. We'll bring in. We'll rely on like ad dollars to make up for the extreme cost of all these movies. And who's actually going to see unlimited movies all the time, huh? Exactly. I was reading like some stories of people. Somebody literally saw. Or I bought a ticket every day. <laughs> That's what, it doesn't hurt nothing. <laughs> as long as you at least see two movies, you could buy a ticket every day just to support a black movie or an independent uh-huh. film. If I if I lived like right next to a movie theater or something, can you just use to, Movie Pass on Fandango? I cannot remember because if you don't let you be able to buy movie tickets online. Oh wait, no, because they they only have their e ticketing is very rare and has to be uh, okay. at a theater or something. It's it's stupid. Um, but yeah, I got so much uh, Stubbs money with Movie Fast, and, uh-huh. and I think Brianna doesn't realize that AMC, uh, their their plan doesn't allow you to rack up points with their Stubbs. Like you can still get it, of course, like buying concession or whatever. I haven't I haven't verified. I meant to ask them because she said her points hasn't been moving, and I haven't really been paying attention to mine. So the next time I go to the theater, I'm a, I surely don't I'm pay attention ask. to mine. I just always wait until they play. You have ten dollars on your stubs card. You want to use it, right? Yeah, I use it every time I get some money on there. I be build mine up sometimes. Sometimes I be wanting to save it, but uh, when you're in a pinch, and yeah. I like to do miraculous stuff like see two 3D IMAX movies and only pay five dollars for both tickets. <laughs> when I pulled that, I ain't never been more prouder in my life. Like boss, like I paid 
And it was wasn't matinee or nothing. Premium time. <laughs> the expensive hour. That's <laughs> using all your stubs money. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so movie pass. Yeah, go sit in the corner, and I don't really know, I have any suggestions for you because y'all just ridiculous. Just go think about life. Yeah. All right, moving on to the Rotten Tomatoes segment of the show. Got res- to resolve, I believe, two movies. Let me find them. All right, first movie is The Meg. Not short for Megan. Uh, that's just nothing. <laughs> that's just that's just real rap. I think it's deeper than rap, as YG said. Um, and that is sitting at a forty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Mm-hmm. So I gave it a sixty percent. You gave it a forty five percent, giving Ooh, you the victory finally. here. I believe that ties things up. No shoelace. Not. Yours was whack. Mine was. Whack the bomb. Oh man, I know this was two thousand or ninety. All man. my rhymes is fat. <laughs> yeah, that definitely gotta be nineties. <laughs> or when did uh, I don't know why I feel like that was said in Love Don't Cost a Thing? Which oh, you know, Love Don't Cost a Thing had all they had tizzy tight, they had tizzy buckled, tight, they had getting buckled, <laughs> they, they had all that stuff. Yeah, you got buckled, <laughs> <laughs> buckled. <laughs> Somebody falling. You know, yeah, that's getting buckled. You know they said off the heezy for sheezy. Get it? I'm stuck on buckle. Uh, you gotta get buckled. That's I ain't heard that in like he years. Got buckled. <laughs> buckled. All right. Uh, they made a movie uh, when we was kids. We be all kind of babojis. <laughs> babojis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, that's a crip game. Can't say them B's, so you gotta play. But I, I play Kakojis, and that's when you can't say if you say something with a B, you get punched. Kakojis, <laughs> that's not like some Hawaiian drink or something. And I'm gonna give me a, one of them big old Kakojis in a margarita glass. It's <laughs> not like somebody's last name. Uh, Hawaiian yeah, he, name Kakoji. He can shoot three pointers. Kakoji from three. Ali Kakoji. <laughs> He definitely played at USC because that's where all the Hawaiian football players play. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. And then next, we got Slenderman. <laughs> that was low. That's sitting at a 15% right now. <laughs> I think I've rated that too high. <laughs> I gave it a 20%. You gave it a 33%. I was tripping. <laughs> I tried to give it the benefit of the doubt. That's crazy when you rank a movie 33%. You're yeah, like, that's oh, wow. <laughs> So that pushes my lead back up to one twenty. I guess to I just didn't think it was going to be possible for it to be that whack. Yeah, it did. things didn't look good. Things did not look good, and you know you got to shoot low for when a scary movie don't look good. When they first announced it, I was like, "All right," yeah. and then you see it, and it, that trailer was so whack. <laughs> you see the trailer, that was crazy, and that back. trailer came out just like last week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it they, wasn't even a re like. They then y'all threw it out. They are trash. Y'all wasted Slenderman. I'll tell you that right now. I could have had a good Slenderman movie. But if the numbers is good, why don't they be waiting? Some movies should wait for a real good for uh, director and stuff. Some feel like, like they do. Please. Then some rush them out. I would hold on to that movie until Martin Scorsese said, I'm out of ideas now. <laughs> Give me that Slenderman movie. You would have to wait till he is 90 yeah, years old to do die. that. Like Clint Eastwood, I feel, is that in his career right now. All right. You know Bo Burnham's about to get one of these movies now. Right, we got two movies for this week. One dropping this week and then one, or this coming weekend, and then one dropping the next weekend. First up, we got Mile 22 starring Rain Man 
and Mark Wahlberg. Marky Mark. What are you giving this movie? My initial thought isn't a high score. Yeah, I don't know what to give this. Something real quick. I'll go out first and say 55% because I have no idea what to give this movie. My initial number. This movie has Ronda Rousey in it. It has Ronda Rousey, but it got Mark Wahlberg and it got Raid Man. I still don't know his actual name. Iwa. Yeah, I like seeing him in a movie, so that's going to make me really want to see it. Is this from the same dude that did Deepwater Horizon? I feel like I know. I definitely know he produced it, if I'm not mistaken. In like Patriots Day or something like that. Yeah, the Paul. Is his name Paul Feig? Feig? Ferg or something like that. Berg. Yeah, Peter Berg. I was way off. <laughs> Peter Berg. Oh, yeah, he did direct this movie. Okay, so yeah, from the director of Lone Survivor, all that stuff that we mentioned. And I'm giving it a 66. And Eco Oasis. Eco, Eco, yo ass. He should have been Iron Fist. So this white guy with no muscles. <laughs> like what percentage did you say? 66. 66. Get your kicks on Route 66. They Rock are, and Robin. They are putting out, I didn't realize they are literally putting out every almost every uh, Marvel show on Netflix this year. Oh, yeah, they really are. Because they said Daredevil was coming at the end of the year. Well, they ain't playing. They yeah. ain't playing. I mean, I mean, it makes sense. It's normal for a show to come out once a year. It's just yeah, odd. I don't hear yeah. Based off the way they started. That's rare. All right, so I gave. <laughs> I really did start with one a year. Yeah, started, almost, basically. Daredevil, then I think. Jessica Jones. And then next year. What made them Jessica, do Jessica Jones second? Probably thought they had a good story, so they probably yeah, knew that they, they had, had a hit on It was a very good show. But off of characters, I definitely would have went with like Luke Cage first. Especially because that's second. not even Jessica Jones. It wasn't even like that. Yeah, in the comic books at <laughs> yeah, first. This is, this is a, literally a detective show. Uh-huh, that's pretty good. Um, all right, so yeah, I gave fifty five percent. You gave sixty six percent for mile twenty two. Mm-hmm. And then next movie we have the Happy Time Murders. See, now this is a tough one. Yeah, I expect this movie to be very good. I'm going with seventy percent. See, this is where I'm. I'm picturing a high percentage. Or a low percentage. Yeah, because that August, that August date and the fact that they pushed it back, and I don't really see much pub. Speaking of pushback, let's give a shout out to uh, uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix doing a whole three months of reshoots. They stay and they come back and say it's only a couple weeks. Okay. But I believe three they- Three months is a whole filming of another movie. Mm-hmm. And, but... They also got a Disney did say that they're going to put out all the completed and in production movies uh-huh. that Fox has. That's kind of them. It is because I wouldn't. <laughs> I was, they could have been like, just scrap it, <laughs> right? Like do we, we clearly, if we had enough money to buy all this, we have enough money to just to lose the profits yeah, take, from it. Which is sad. and and they was like we they probably were like we definitely ain't putting on none of our little logos on before this movie. <laughs> It ain't gonna say. It surely ain't gonna have the Marvel intro. Yeah, it's gonna have. It's just gonna say us at the very end of the credits, just so because we have to put it there. Yeah. But we ain't taking credit for these movies. Definitely not. That's why they make sure in the mother movie it says in association with Marvel. Yeah, don't, don't take full credit for us. Yeah. Uh, all right. You know what? I'm gonna be rare. Back to back sixty sixes. All right, sixty six percent. So this one could go either way. Yeah. I almost says uh, seventy one or sixty nine. <laughs> yeah, because I, I don't because I have no clue. After I said seventy, I felt less positive about it. 
but I'm just gonna let it rock. Because for some reason the numbers Camp. I had uh, had in my head, one was like 83, and that's a bit high. It could, it could. This could be very funny, but it, it could also good. be very bad. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hoping it's the the latter or the former. I always forget which yeah, each one of those means. Who cares? Journalism major over here, shout me out. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I guess. Uh, I don't know. Handle the show. Blu-rays. Uh, yeah, one of those. Yeah, I think that's next. Uh, well, we actually only have one like and new release. I'm buying it. Yes, and that's the obvious. Avengers Infinity War. We'll do one throwback. My throwback was Nutty Professor 2, The Clumps. My dad has that movie because I remember specifically buying it for him for either <laughs> Father's Day or his birthday. I know just what my dad wants. Uh, which is weird because I don't know why I thought he would want that. <laughs> And it was back with DVDs. They had like the unrated version, so I assumed I was like, "Oh, I'm like, oh, this PG thirteen movie got unrated." Unrated don't even mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I would just if I if I needed to <laughs> see this movie again, I would just find it. Yeah, might stream. Yeah, <laughs> all right. That's all the Blu-ray. There was nothing that was released. Yeah, because only one movie matters. Yeah. All right. We'll but move- next week there's some movies. What movie you plan on seeing before the next episode? I really wanted to see Eighth Grade, Black's Clan, or Black Klansman. Uh, so one of those I should be seeing. I anticipate me seeing Black, <laughs> bless you, Black Klansman right after I uh, get done with this <laughs> show. So that's the plan. So Black Klansman. Man with the. Plansman. Um, Black Plansman. Dang, that could be that could be a movie about somebody who's always organized, always a planner. He's black, the black plansman. <laughs> plansman. <laughs> I don't know why it sounds like something SpongeBob. Plansman. <laughs> Plankton. <sighs> all right. Well, I laid all these people's bodies flat. I plankton. What's Plank. next? That's a bar. What is next? Is it who sucks know. or is it the show? But saying uh, bye bye. I guess show, show over. All right, so I guess this is another <laughs> episode Who of the knows? Leo B. Gyllenhaal. What you gonna call it? Episodes in and still yeah. don't know. Things ain't gonna change. Find us on Instagram now at Leo B. Gyllenhaal. Get the follow if you want to get the follow back. Get get us out there. Um, <laughs> what else? Uh, SoundCloud. At the great musical on iTunes, mm-hmm. Stitcher. Um, Always forget we on Stitcher. Yeah. That got a more organized look if you want to quickly play the podcast back to back instead of using iTunes or you just go into the SoundCloud. More stuff coming, so look for a, a presence on YouTube yeah. in the future. YouTube.com slash The Great Musical. You have to do that because if you type in The Great Musical, for some reason it doesn't come up. <laughs> yeah, we ain't, ain't, got, ain't got there yet. Yeah. Um, all but, right. But when you type in Kyle Nighthawk, it comes up, so that's also weird. <laughs> but. <laughs> All right, guess um, who I is? Um, Leo Archibald, aka Young Denzel, aka O'Shea Bradson III, aka the Natesman, or the the Black Nate, or uh, Nader Man, or Slender yes. Nate, and Rose. I know Rose is a gun. <laughs> Because I'm clicking my Rolex together. Oh, that's a loud Rolex. I thought Rolex ain't make no sense. Yeah, that's how you know I don't own no nothing about watches. <laughs> Some over here, like, you got to snap the band. Rolex, man. I'm snapping bands like a broken rubber band. Joaquin Penny's wearing. <laughs> AKA Kayanya, Fix My Life, Taylor Joy Van Zant, Kai Dollar Sign. 
uh, uh, Fossil Man, Terry Hightower, Chevy K, Course Kojo, Kingpin, the Bocce Chef, Neon Ember, the FPG, the Bar Technician, the Word Bender, Raymond Kane, aka Uncle Hami. Ooh, only got a few more weeks until Uncle Hami is being called Uncle Hami by my nephew Hami. Sweet lady, would would you be my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive me. Text message. I really want to go back and listen to all the sweet ladies. I'll do the end. But some of the beginning episode ones be sounding like it needs to be recorded. But who suck? Pause. <laughs> Theo James sucks. Taylor Kiss sucks. Romney Malco sucks. Nina Dobrev sucks. Joey King, we watching you. <laughs> yeah, you. Uh, we scouting you. Alex Rowe, Nat Wolf, etc., etc. Shout out to King Ansel, the baby driver. Uh, he got on a wild outfit <laughs> recently. What is that? Yep. Yeah, I saw that picture. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> While I was scrolling on Rotten Tomatoes, this movie has not came out yet. But that movie, The Billionaire Boys Club, that he has with Taron Edgerton or whatever, uh-huh. is sitting firmly. I didn't look at the amount of reviews. That it Back. Sitting firmly at a 0%. And the sad thing is, that will be his second 0% freshness on the movie because he has November Criminals with. Chloe Grace Moretz. I, don't, I can't. I can't believe that this movie will stay at zero percent by the time it comes out. I hope not, because if he has two on his resume, <laughs> he may be back. Because <laughs> you can't have two. Yeah, all but just, all but just uh, facts. Yeah, we let you get away with your one zero, because zero is back. <laughs> but two, two, that's that's two. In, a, in two straight years, I believe. Right. I mean, Ansel? just off a of sheer fact. And you ain't gave us no input this year, Ansel. Yeah, he's been too busy traveling and putting on clothes to yeah, shoot movies. He's a fashion guy now. <laughs> Ansel, you, you yeah, in danger. You yeah. got to get this movie out. And drop an album or something because the, flame, yeah. the flames yeah, are there. Your music saves you. You stay with a flame. <sighs> Johnny Storm. All right. Uh, oh, my gosh. All right. Who's that? I say Candle Shop. But they don't be having the candles, don't be lit. If you light them. <laughs> They stay with a flame. You know they got lighters and matches and stuff. Uh, is that everybody who's stinging up the joint? I think so. So, well, that's the end of, that's how you end the show. Is it okay? Well, I guess <laughs> got to end this off with the yeah. No exclamation point. What, little John? <laughs>